Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, we have an NFT-heavy show. 4K.com, NFTs with luxury goods. DraftKings, they launched their marketplace. And we have headlines. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, July 21st, 2021. Hump day. I just had to say it. Anyway, we have a long show for you today. So let's just get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 1140 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin coming back at it at $31,853, up 6.7% in 24. Oh, it just changed. $31,911. Number two, Ethereum, $1,945, up 8.1%. Tellers in the number three, Binance Coin number four at $290, up 7.8%. And Cardano number five at $1.18, up 10.5%. Running off the top 10, we have USDC, XRP, Dogecoin, Polkadot, and BUSD. Total market cap, we're at $1.3 trillion and a BTC dominance of 46%. And on a quick side note, remember yesterday when uh, Bitcoin went down below $30,000? Well, here swoops in Kathy BTFD Woods, CEO of ARK Invest, and she's not scared of any pullback. Why? Because she's BTFDing. BTFDing bigly. And why do I say that? Because over the past two days, this New York-based firm purchased 210,000-plus shares of Coinbase worth around, I don't know, $47 million, as well as 450,000 shares of Grayscale Bitcoin Trust worth $10.8 million. So if you want to sell your Bitcoin because the price goes down and you just think you lost all your money, uh, there's always going to be somebody there to BTFD and take your Bitcoin. In our first conversation today, we talked to Richard Lee, the CEO of 4K.com. This is an interesting business model, NFTs and luxury goods, or NFTs and goods in general. Pay attention very closely because I was really surprised when I found out and really connected the dots of what they're doing. Well, in this conversation, we're going to talk about that business model as well as go into their $3 million seed round. Enjoy. Richard, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. 100%. I'm really happy that you decided to do this because this is one of those topics that I am actually very excited about. And that's NFTs, real life goods. First of all, tell me about what your company is doing and a little bit about your company. Perfect. So what we're doing is, you know, we're finding a way to build a bridge between the traditional world and the digital world. And what we're doing leveraging is NFTs. So the question that posed to me many years ago, probably as early as 2013, you know, how do you bring physical assets on chain? And the earlier implementations of this have been what I call boomer real estate. I mean, there are multiple companies that you know, try to bring real estate stocks, but I think that's pretty boring. What we really want, and COVID kind of accelerated this, was, you know, sneakers, watches, collectibles. That's what we're kind of really interested in. So that's what 4K is really initially going to start doing is trying to bring these assets uh, on chain and explain what do you mean by bringing it on chain 
you know, how do you bring a physical asset into the digital world? That's kind of the key question here, right? And uh, a lot of a lot of people try to tell, you know, try to do it by saying, hey, I have this item at home. I want to issue an NFT and uh, we can trade it. But where's that trust? It's kind of like almost like a consensus mechanism. Nobody's verifying trust. Nobody's verifying the authenticity, the condition of the uh, item. And so we do this by you take an item, a Rolex or a pair of sneakers or whatever, you send it to us. We store it. We authenticate it. We 100% insure it. And then we issue you the NFT. And when you have that NFT, you can do whatever you want with it. You want to trade it, you want to sell it on a marketplace, you want to give it to your friend for a dollar. And whoever has that NFT can easily redeem it. They send us the NFT, they send us the shipping address, and we simply ship them the item. That's pretty cool. So I buy an NFT online. I give you an address, say my my house over here in, in, in Northeast Ohio, and you'll send me whatever I bought physically? Correct. So you send us the NFT, we burn it. So there's always one-to-one. There's no decoupling that happens. There's no fractional reserve that happens. So it's one-to-one. We send it, we burn it, we ship it to you. It's very simple. You can take, let's say there's a Rolex NFT your friend has, he gives it to you for a dollar, you know, you trade it 10,000 times, but you ended up, you're the last one that ends up that has it. Boom, you can redeem it that easily. That's pretty cool. I hope I get a Rolex for a dollar, by the way. That'd be very nice. It happens. <laughs> oh, does it? Does it? Have mm. you, has there been any trades like this or any um, successful, I guess, physical items shipped to people's houses that were, have NFTs? Yeah, so we're just about to get started. So what we're launching this week is uh, we're going to be launching a series of drops. And that's just to demonstrate to the community how this actually operates. So what we're doing for our drops is actually what we call provably fair. So one of the biggest problems in the uh industry for sneaker drops, whatever drops is kind of the cheating that happens behind the door. So for example, there's a, a scandal lately about a Nike executive and their kid, uh, you know, handing a bunch of sneakers to the kid. So we do these provably fair drops. And it's very simple to enter the drop. All you need to do is have the right amount of capital for that drop. So let's say it's a $200 drop. You have to have $200 in your Ethereum wallet. What that does is that prevents civil attacks. So instead of having hundred thousand accounts and after you win these drops, you will, we will give you, you the NFT. And now uh, you can redeem it or you'll be able to sell it on a marketplace or it'll collateralize and get a loan against it in about a month. These drops are going to be kind of like a, a random, kind of like a, just like a, a random grab bag of, of NFTs. So you might get a watch, you might get a, a sneaker. Yeah. So we're doing, uh, it's, it's more structured. So we're doing some, uh, so basically the items that we're going after are the most highly sought after items. We're not pushing on Like a lot of the things that in the NFT space is people trying to convince you to buy this, like, please buy this thing because I think, you know, we're trying to convince you it's valuable. Our items that we're dropping is extremely high demand items, like the black red Yeezys, probably the most popular Yeezys out there. Uh, a Rolex Submariner Black, probably the most popular Rolex out there, extremely high demand. We're dropping, you know, crypto pay favorite items like an RTX 3060s, RTX 3070s, these really high in demand, you know, GPUs. And so it's not something that like, hey, I'll get this pair of sneakers and be like, oh, you know, nobody really knows about some obscure piece. It's like stuff that everyone wants. And so it's extremely liquid. Well, you, you you were inspiring me to put some uh, Ethereum in, in in my in my wallet, my MetaMask. Now, thank you very much. I would love to get myself a Rolex. Um, tell us about your your seed raise. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so the story for 4K is um, about uh, four years ago, I was trying to inv- uh, invest in a company that would try to bring physical assets on chain. I talked to a few of them. There was Materium 2017. There's Harbor. There was uh, Centrifuge, Boson Protocol, Codex Protocol. And uh, around December, I was like, uh, late December, I was like, you know what? I tried to invest in the company for about eight months trying to do this, couldn't find one. So I was like, okay, I got to start doing this. Um, and so I went out and, uh, you know, uh, went out to build, put the deck, uh, 
recruited a great team and started the raise. Um, we raised $3 million um, from Electric Capital, Electric Capital led. We have uh, IDO collab in the round. We have Crosscut Ventures, which is a, a LA venture capital fund. Uh, we have Collab Currency, which does a lot of NFT part of the collaborative fund. And lastly, we have a consensus mesh, um, you know, consensus venture firm. And, uh, you know, it was very high demand, I would say, um, uh, very oversubscribed. But I think that when initially when investors were listening to this, um, you know, you can kind of see the light bulb moment because as soon as it clicks, they get, the people that get it really get it. And they see the huge potential because when you bring these assets on chain, it allows, you know, the financialization, arguably, it allows financial engineering, derivatives, ETFs, options, prediction markets built on top of this. Previous to that, there's not much you can do with these assets. They sit in your home, one-to-one, unproductive, unleveraged capital. So as a lot of these investors kind of understand, you know, basically you're no longer treating physical barrels of crude oil is trying the financial asset, there was a significant amount of interest. And uh, there will be very exciting things coming up uh, that uh, we're going to be launching on the uh, on that side as well. Well, you just said something that I am very curious about. So you're basically, if you're taking this physical asset, say a Rolex obviously has value, obviously is a store of value as well. Um, you're, you're, you're talking about leveraging that capital. Can you explain a little bit more about that? Right. So what, let's say I have a million dollar Rolex collection at home. It sits there, unproductive capital. It's not leveraged. I can't get a loan against it. I mean, my only option to get a loan against it would be to go to a pawn shop. And that is an absolute terrible user experience. 20% interest rate. You know, I don't even know. You know, that's a, not a great process. So what now is that, um, let's say you want to take half the collection, you pawn to 4K, um, you know, you can turn it into NFTs. And now you, you'll be able to go to uh, protocols that will look like similar to Compound Finance or Aave, in which you'll be able to collateralize and get a loan against it. Let's say, uh, you know, you have this, Rolex watch your dad gave you, you don't want to sell it because you sell it and you buy it back. It, you have to pay about, it's about 23% uh, cost for you to do that. You need a short-term loan to pay off a credit card or medical debt. You're able to go there, get a loan against it instantaneously, a compound, no paperwork, nothing, boom, you pay it off you can, you, and you can pay off that loan at a later date. And so what this allows is allows leverage into the system. I'm able to leverage these physical assets. Otherwise, I'm, there's no possible way in the current world, short of the extremely high in art market, where I'm able to actually leverage these type of assets financially. I think that's a, a, an awesome idea. Uh, but that also goes to the one of the biggest issues then is like, I have the watch. It doesn't matter if I have the, you have my NFT, <laughs> try to come get my watch. Like, how do you, how do you enforce, I don't pay back that loan. How do you enforce you getting the asset that I, I catalyzed that loan off of? Right. So, so the thing is you have to send the watch to us, right? So we are Got the storage it. company. So we, and if you don't repay that loan, it goes off to the auction or you, get, you take the collateral and go auction it off. Right. So that's the key here. Like it's like the web three world. There has to be a layer of trust. You know, you, you, you trust, but verify. Got it. Got it. And when I see somebody uh, get a loan off their Yeezys. <laughs> oh, oh, you don't know the sneaker flippers. Like I talk to them, you know, these guys, it's, it's crazy for them because look, you know, they have, you know, a living room full of sneakers, Nikes and Yeezys stacked to the ceiling. It's a hazard. Uh, they sleep, you know, they can't sleep at night because they're afraid of being robbed. Right. Um, they have like shipping problems. Like if you try to sell 500 pairs of sneakers, it's very challenging chargebacks, missed deliveries, peep, like it, it's, it's a total nightmare to do it. And after all the fees, it's really hard to make money. And so now they can kind of just ship that, take that by a pallet, ship it to us. And they'll be able, it's all abstracted away. Now look at the other side. I'm a family office in the middle East. I just want to buy, like, why isn't there an ETF for Rolex? Why isn't there ETF for you know, popular easies. I can sit there, I can buy $5 million worth of Rolexes and easies and sell them five minutes later for a profit if I wanted to. So from the comfort of my home. 
instead of dealing with shipping, customs, tax, you know, shipping back, chargebacks, all of that is all abstracted away. You're like almost turning yourself into a Amazon fulfillment center. Very similar, yes. FBA sort of sense. <laughs> Richard Lee, CEO of 4K, thanks for coming on and telling us about this interesting development with NFTs. Great, thank you for having me. Moving into today's headlines. DraftKings, the fantasy sports and sports betting company, is launching its own NFT marketplace, and they're partnering with Autograph, which is Tom Brady's NFT site for buying, selling, and trading NFTs. Well, you're going to have Tom Brady NFTs and so much more. And here to talk about it is our editor-in-chief, Dan Roberts, speaking to DraftKings president, Matt Kalish. And sorry for the poor audio, but it's always better from the horse's mouth. Basically, DraftKings launching its own NFT marketplace. DraftKings is announcing later this summer the launch of DraftKings Marketplace, which is going to feature you know, curated drops of digital NFTs, starting with uh, our partners here, Autograph, who have you know a tremendous library of licensed rights uh, from many, many of people's favorite athletes, celebrities, you know. Uh, we're really excited to start with this partnership in terms of you know our initial drops of NFTs and bring that to what will be an absolutely massive audience, you know, unmatched by any marketplace currently in the space. In order to make sure that there's a very mainstream accessibility of the NFTs, we're going to uh, launch with U.S. dollar payments out of the gates. So it will be you know on day one both drops of you know, NFTs, as well as a secondary marketplace where people can, you know, buy and sell and trade with each other NFTs that they've acquired. The Bank of New York Mellon Corporation, or BNY Mellon, announced today that it'll be joining State Street Corporation and four other banks in backing the London-based cryptocurrency trading platform Pure Digital. The move suggests that BNY Mellon and State Street, two of the largest custody banks in the world, are currently seeing growing interest in cryptocurrencies from their clients. The global head of foreign exchange at BNY Mellon said this, Digital assets are only going to become more embedded in global markets in the years ahead. And this collaboration accords with BNY Mellon's larger strategy to develop digital asset capability for clients across their entire trading life cycle. Pure Digital also revealed that the platform plans to launch a trading service within a week starting with Bitcoin. Now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm going to connect some dots here. Banks in London are pulling away from Binance. And then banks partner with London-based cryptocurrency trading platforms. <laughs> Maybe there's no connection. Just seems like there's a deck getting stacked. Maybe not. Let's see how this plays out. And finally, I think the coolest news of, I think, the year, actually. I'm going to say this is probably the coolest news of the year. Maker Foundation, headed by CEO Rune Christensen, and Rune Christensen made Maker Maker Foundation, die stablecoin, and has been innovating in the DeFi space since 2015, is dissolving the foundation. Now, the foundation has been spearheading and heading the development of the protocol. You know, the developers, the marketers, and so on and so forth, keeping everything running. Well, they're in a place where they say, you know what, we don't need this anymore. We're going to just turn this over to MakerDAO, the decentralized autonomous organization that is going to run the whole thing via decentralized governance and voting. And they're going to basically lead the whole project decentralized. And they're going to vote on developers and make the payments and do the marketing. And it's all going to be a decentralized model. This is super interesting because over the years now, it's going to be a model and a test case for decentralized governance. 
it's not only going to show us that if it's possible or not, but it's also going to make us look at centralized governance and start asking some real questions of, does it need to be centralized in certain areas or companies or protocols or governance in general? So this is going to be interesting to see how this works. So I want to keep an eye on this over the next months and years, and we'll be reporting back to you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Little Crypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>